You're unbelievable. What? What do you mean I'm unbelievable? I'm just got hold on. I'm just got to pull myself some more dinner. <laughs> You've been on the sauce already. I had a very big day of workshops today. It was very exciting, actually. I ran my. I saw my that. I saw that Jennifer Dunn was on my workshop again. Yeah. Um, Tom, we weren't going to mention names. Remember, for Cam's sake. <laughs> Who's this? Cam? Who's Cam? I got no idea. Who you're talking yeah, about. I know someone who faded off into the distance a long time ago. Oh. Anyway. Um, <laughs> The real question is, you're sounding like you're, uh, you sound almost a little bit croaky as though you've been up for a really long time. Oh, I get stuffed. That's because I am. Oh, dear me. I'm getting too old for this stuff, you know. Like, I'm what? How many days into a workshop? Oh, no, no. Hold on. Finish the sentence properly. Not, I'm getting too old for this stuff. I'm how many? The question was years old, not days into this workshop. But Tom, I think we should pause for a second. Maybe I'm getting too old for this. Maybe Maybe it's time for me to retire and hang up my boots. I reckon it might be time for us to run the intro track. What do you reckon? Oh, yes. Hit it, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> They're a little bit loose, a little bit unstrung, and they've probably had a few beers beforehand. Please welcome Matt Crummins and Tom Fancy Pants Putt with yet another episode of Matt and Tom's Excellent Adventure. Welcome back, everybody, to yet another uh, magnificent, uh, it feels wrong even saying that, um, crazy Matt and Tom's excellent photography podcast here with me, Tom, all the way from a different country yet again. Well, I'm in a different country this time. And yeah. Matthew Crummins on the other end. How, Matty, how are you going? I, yeah, well, still, still pretty good, to be honest. Still good. Still good, living it up. Yep, living the dream. But and I will tell you that I today I'm doing something very different for this podcast. So oh, you've got clothes on. Uh, well, actually, I do, which is um, somewhat <laughs> surprising. That is but, surprising. <laughs> the, the, the thing I've done differently is normally I wear my wireless headphones, right? Because I like to wander around. It, lets, it sort of so helps me for our listeners. My rant patrol a little bit, but this time. Okay. Because I've decided it's a bit later tonight that we're doing it. It's late night tonight, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's it's a late night for me but anyway, yep. but not for you. Because I've you're decided in a different time zone. I've now tethered myself to the computer with some wired headphones so that I can't just drift off and you know do something else. <laughs> so you can't get distracted. You. Have I'm to, dedicated. I'm dedicated. You have to mate. sit there and listen to me for the next forty odd minutes or so. Yep. Yep. That's, wow. that's how the balance is sounded. Well, tell, tell me, what are we going to, in roughly 40 minutes, what will we eventually be talking about tonight? Eventually, we'll be talking about the top five Lightroom tips that you can use in order to rescue your bad photos. So that's something to hang on to or hang on the line for or just listen <laughs> is, to. Now, you got to tell me, is this inspired? These like, words are the not word... coming out well at all tonight, <laughs> I swear. I'm wondering whether this topic... Is this topic inspired by the fact that we will likely be needing rescued off Mount Hotham to Bogong? <laughs> like, how do you rescue that? Yeah, you know, I, like, did, I, I looked I at the track just, again. I, yeah, which go on? No, no, you're good. I just looked at it on um, all trails or something like that. Yes, um, no, don't don't do that. Don't do it that. It wasn't That's great. Bad. Yeah, it's no. bad. No, no, no. <laughs> the one thing I did like all is trails or any any maps that show any sort of elevation. Yeah, well, the one nice thing about it, though, I did like, which actually gave me a lot of confidence, is that we do go somewhat near a main road every sort of 15 kilometres. So I figure that worst case scenario, I'll just get an Uber, <laughs> you know? An over-the-snow Uber. I think yeah. those roads you'll find are probably closed around this time of year. Oh, let's hope not. So bad luck. No, you're stuck with me. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Are you still mm. training? How's your running going? Really good. I've clocked up 46 kilometers this week. Uh, I had today off because I did have some sore legs and I had a big workshop tomorrow back into it again. Wow. I'm going to buy myself some trail running shoes, I think, and a nice head torch because my head torch is not bright enough. And I'm, I nearly stacked it the other day. I twisted my ankle 4Ks into one of my runs, and um, which made for a very uncomfortable a no. seven kilometer the, the extra. The fact that you need um, a head torch yeah. in order to run in the first place means you're doing it all wrong. Oh, sorry. Because I'm not in an air-conditioned gym, is that? That's a... <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly right. I would have thought that you'd have a treadmill set up there in your uh, I, studio there, darling. I do so have a, could... I do have a treadmill set up, but Laura uses that in the morning, and I run in the real world. You know, 
Oh, mm, she's training for a marathon at the moment, and um, and wow, she's, I guess she you know what, listen to this podcast. No, it's not that. It, we have this conversation all the time. Um, the thing is, running on a treadmill is very different, you know. Um, and I'm very proud of her. If it, she's she's doing amazingly well, but you know what? The moment you step off that treadmill and you you hit the uh, the, the bitumen and um, all the, the the viney, rooty, horrible, muddy, slippery track, um, it it's uh, it's a it's a different experience. But I do yeah, have something to pitch to you, Tom. Go. I'm excited tonight. Away. You can tell, right? <laughs> you are. You're. You're on a. You're. You're making up for my. <laughs> Just lack my... of you. Lack of humanity. Like lack of interest. Maybe. <laughs> not lack of interest. No, no. I didn't no. want to say that. I was. I was no. going to say enthusiasm, but it's not that. It's no. more just uh, energy. You know, I'm getting old. I'm, I'm old. You no, know, you know what? I don't think it's that. I think that you just give so much to your workshop participants. There's very little left for me at the end of the day. Oh, you are so right. You are so yeah. right. You hit the nail on the head. And Mary, you know, Mary, and you still agreed to marry the man. <laughs> mm. She's missing me terribly, as you can I imagine. I bet she is. No, I reckon she's spread out like doing starfish <laughs> on the bed. That's very and Just true. doing she like yeah, blanket angels. Yeah. She, <laughs> she slept. She's sleeping like a log and she actually slept or woke up on the other side of the bed the other morning. So that's how Aww. much room she's got to spread out. She's loving it. Mm. Yeah, Love she's it. Probably got the dog in there with her as well. Well, which is only thinker. slightly warmer and hairier than yourself. So, yeah. <laughs> this is true. This is true. I Go have on. a pitch. I have say? a pitch. Now, I will say that I have run this past Nick Fletcher, and he was not a fan. Nick Fletcher again gets a mention. Jesus, oh, it, just went Cam and Nick Fletcher. Who else is there? To just bloody... bringing out all the celebrities tonight. I tell you what. So I've got this idea, and I don't know. With I think our listeners might like it. I'd love to hear from our listeners in our poll that Tom could create. Okay, group. this is going in the show notes, right? Okay. I was thinking, Tom, I reckon we should do a podcast next year and do the 100-kilometer Oxfam Trail Walker and do a podcast, but we could bring our fans or participants or hecklers and we could do a team, Matt and Tom's excellent adventure and actually do an adventure. Right, I like the idea. What? Give me some more info because I've it's 100 kilometers. Wow, it's a hundred kilometer walk. You've got, I think, you've got 24 hours. Yes, okay. it's up through the Dandenong Ranges. Have you done it before? I've gotten to 65 k's, but there was a good reason we pulled <laughs> out. Happened? You pulled a heart muscle. No, we, we pulled out because we actually did it with one of some of Laura's friends. Um, like uni friends, and they decided when we got to the start line, they just said, oh, actually, we've decided to run it. And we were like, oh. <laughs> and we hadn't done any yes, training no. at all, and they'd done a lot of training. So we were like, right. well, we're not running it because we haven't done any training at all. So they just took off, and our support car went with them, not with us. <laughs> and so um, no. we had no support car. They actually, the support car, we still haven't got our sleeping bags back. Um, but uh, we got to the 65K mark, and it started belting with rain. Mm-hmm. At that point, um, the blisters started because it was really rainy and horrible. Ooh. And we looked at each other. We were like, this has been really good fun until now. And yeah. what's the point? Our team members have just disappeared. We haven't got a support car and we're covered in sores and blisters. Let's just not. Um, but that was a long time ago. We're talking like 10 years, more than 10 years ago. It must have been 10, no, 10 years ago because I must have known Laura for like a year or two. Yeah. Wow. So I All reckon right. we could do it. I reckon it would be good fun. And I think we could... Um, you know, I think we could have people along for the ride. March 2024 it is. Otherwise, mm. we could go August, late uh, late August in Sydney this year, you know, just in a few weeks' time. We could rustle oh, together. Mate, I would love to, but I'm actually going to be diving with the humpback whales, yeah. Are you really? Mm. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. terrible. Courtesy, I'm going to say courtesy of Scott Portelli, just a big shout-out. If anyone is oh, looking to, you. to oh, do a lovely God. whale trip, um, Scott Has Portelli. Has paid for that sponsor, sponsored ad? Uh, no, you know what? I actually know his wife from a long way back, and uh, I caught up with him at a an Aurora Expeditions night. And uh, I know you've mentioned this before. Yeah, I, well, I'm sending just, her an you know, invoice for this ad. I swear, this is costing. Sorry, Scott. I'll, don't worry, Scott. I'll fix it up. I'll fix the invoice up. For this little infomercial, that's cost. That's just cost her a thousand dollars. Well, so. I better get some real information into it. Anyway, if you jump on his <laughs> website. <laughs> Oh gosh! No, tell me what are you? So you're in New Zealand. I saw some epic helicopter. Like you know, oh, I love to take that? the piss on you, Tom. I love to take the piss, and I love to have a stab. But I was watching that, going, you know what? That's yeah, actually pretty freaking. Cool. It was it was pretty magical. It was quite amazing. Um, 
So we've had some great weather here in Tassie, so, uh, in Tassie, in New Zealand so far. And... Tiny islands with weird people, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One, Sorry, one, Dennis. <laughs> one, one we wish was another state of Australia and the other one we just forget about altogether. And so um, we, we start off uh, Christchurch, Meraki Boulders down the east coast, the Caitlin Waterfalls. We're doing all the, you know, the classics, um, the Nuggets. Uh, and then we, we didn't quite have the sunrise that we wanted at the Nuggets came up to Queenstown and the weather was just spot on and we're driving up. How's this? A couple of things have blown us away. One is you can drive through a town at one in the afternoon and there's still frost on the ground. At one o'clock in the afternoon, sun blazing. Is it a snowy town? Okay, so it's not like a snowy town. Sun blazing and and there's there's frost on the ground. Oh, It's not like you're up at the top of some mountain or anything. You're down on the ground and it's frost on the ground and you stop and the light is just gorgeous. It's like it's eight o'clock in the morning in Melbourne, but it's one in the afternoon here in New Zealand. And um, and the other thing that blows us away is that we only have to meet at seven o'clock for a sunrise shoot. And even then, it's still an hour and a half until the sun comes up. So oh, no we're getting way. some really nice sleep-ins and, you know, we finished dinner by about 8.30. You definitely then... sound like you've slept in, that's for sure. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. I'm, 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 I've just got this, I've got my sexy podcast voice on. What are you talking about? Oh. And so we're right. driving up towards Queenstown and the weather's better than we expected. And, and to be honest, I've not hired choppers out of Queenstown before. We've always come up to here to, to Mount Cook where I am now, or we've gone and driven around to the West Coast and we've done uh, helicopters over there from the glaciers. And so um, it didn't occur to me that uh, this would be the best spot to do it at, at Queenstown, despite the fact that it's the adventure capital of the world. And I put a quick call into Mary and I said, hey, babe, do you reckon you could uh, rustle up a couple of squirrel helicopters this afternoon, maybe four, four o'clock in the afternoon, just for a nice little sunset flight? And she got straight onto it and she got onto this great company. I will give them a plug because they were amazing, Glacier Helicopters. And we flew with a guy called Alfie, and he was so casual. It was so funny. All of a sudden, this guy, cool. walks up, this guy walks up to me and he's like 65, I reckon. And I'm like, oh, clearly, you know, he's working back at house. He's the manager. All the Similar age to you, sir. Isn't yeah, it? that's it. And he goes, oh, so, uh, yeah, you're uh, wanting to go for a flight? I said, yeah, we just want to go up and you know, take some photos. Oh, where do you want to go? And I said, well, I don't know. I'll leave that up to uh, you guys to decide. And he goes, oh, I reckon we could probably head up this way. And I'm like starting to think, Actually, this guy's the pilot. He's going to be taking us with us. <laughs> Old timer who's flown Lord of the Rings. He's flown Mission Impossible 6 back in 2017 when Tom Cruise was out here doing that film. He's done everything. He's even done two seasons down in Antarctica, flying off the ships there. La-di-da-di-da. Very humble guy. Very lovely guy. Very capable um, pilot. Wow, we had a fantastic time. He was doing shit in that helicopter I've never done before. And uh, we lived to tell the tale. So that was the best part. But yes, um, Mary's gone mad for the TikToks. Uh, well, wow, I think we all know that. She's like... trying to get the, the, um, the, the gallery popular on TikTok. And so now I have to shoot all vertical orientation, portrait oh, so orientation videos. And, uh, and hence that little video that we put on uh, Facebook uh, the other day. But it was amazing. We had two squirrel helicopters up at the same time. And we were doing a little bit of aerial combat, and it was amazing. It was freaking the, the light was just stunning, and it did look very good. Locations he took us to were just incredible, and uh, we had a great time. The participants got amazing photos, and I'm just so pleased that they got that opportunity to do it because I was only thinking today that I've probably run six to eight workshops here in New Zealand in the last sort of fifteen years. And I've only ever been able to get up in helicopters three times. So they've had. When you a, say you've only been able to, is that because of the weather? Weather, yeah, weather. Oh. Weather just, you know, this time of year or any time of year, it can be blowing a gale. It can be pissing down with rain. It's overcast or cloudy, so you don't want to get up. I just said to these guys, look, we've, we've got it planned that we want to get up in helicopters but I'm not going to compromise. I'm not going to do it just so you can have that experience. I want to do it so you can get great photos. So that's going to mean that the light has to be epic. So they knew that and they said, yep, we trust you. Just you go for it. If, if it works out, great. If not, don't worry about it. So 
we just jumped at the opportunity to do it and it was friggin' amazing. Oh my God. So I know that, no, Tom, I know that you're a really humble guy. Um, and I know you don't like to talk big about what you do. So, um, so I'll, I'll lead this. Sorry, are we talking about me or what? Just to make sure that you get the message out there. But so correct me if I'm wrong here, but your workshops, this is one of the perks really like, well, cause you do cop a little bit oh, of flack from a couple go. of people every now and then here we that, go. that maybe, maybe your workshops are sometimes slightly more expensive than other people's workshops. It's, it's, you know, that's not a bad thing. It's just a thing. And you know, one of the points that you make is that you do put on some pretty epic experiences, which a lot of people don't. And I, you know, I wholeheartedly agree with that. I'd love to take the piss, but unfortunately I've got no ammo there. <laughs> um, but it, is this so? This this chopper trip was just a bit impromptu, kind of like not part of the not average. People didn't go, "Hey, I'm going to book on this workshop because I want to go on a helicopter flight over Queenstown and take these epic sunrises or whatever at sunsets." This is just a opportunistic. Tom knows that you're going to get amazing shots up there, so you know what? Effort. I'm just getting helicopters. We're doing this. <laughs> we're just going to drop. We're just going to drop. You know, a casual eight grand on it. Yeah, why not? So there you go, team. That is that is that is a prime example because I tell you what, you come on my workshop, there ain't no freaking helicopters. <laughs> yeah, there's no your, your credit. You know about a helicopter ever getting your on credit one. Credit cards um, maxed out already. I mean, yeah, that's it. I pay for people to come on work, my workshops. So um, but, <laughs> I get but stuff. it's um, but but that is a that's a that, that's a I'm trying to put. Come on, Tom. You know, I know, I know. Thank out, you. I know you are trying to blow. You're a really introverted shell person. I get stuff. It's hard. I put a. You know that podcast. I know. I'm sorry that that post I put on Facebook. I know you're taking the piss uh, out of me. For I that. think I saw it on TikTok. Was that the one? You are putting. You are. You're throwing me under the bus. I kind of. I was on a I was on a high after the fact that we had such a great experience and that we pulled it all together at the last minute, and I was very pleased for for the participants. And you know me, I like to do good by my participants. I love to provide them with heaps of value on these workshops, and I was really pleased for them that they got the opportunity to do it. Don't get me wrong, um, it was I, I love doing it also, but at the end of the day, I want to share the experiences that I've had as well, and I knew how epic it would be, and they just had such a great time. I came back from dinner. We went out for dinner that night afterwards. We had a fantastic dinner, a really swanky couple of wines down. <laughs> Just a couple of wines, maybe a few cocktails beforehand. And I came <laughs> back and, and the best thing was that the room, I had a room at the Novotel. We all stayed at the oh, Novotel yeah. in Queenstown. It was very pleasant. Had a bath in it. I went, oh, my God, it's got a bath. I ran a like, bath. Like all of you together? Or? <laughs> yeah, all of us in the bath together. It's, it's a workshop perk again, and number two. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> they just keep rolling out. And I um, got my phone and I wrote a post and uh, it was very verbose. Yes, it's still there. I woke up in the morning and I went, oh, that was a bit self-gratuitous, wasn't it? I should probably delete it. And I went, no, bugger it. I'm going to keep it up. And here's the funny part about all this, Tom. I wasn't actually taking the piss. I think that's a genuinely amazing thing. And I genuinely do Thank think you. that that's actually a pretty compelling reason. Um, you, you know, at the end of the day, when you go on these sorts of experiences, and I, and I say this because often you, you talk about these things, but we don't see them. You know, like it's all good and well to say, oh, and we did this amazing oh, so thing. I'm all show, but no punch. Is that what no, you're no, saying? No, 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 not at all. I'm, I have no doubt it happened. But, you know, at some point you kind of, you know, a club gets exclusive enough that they don't need to show us plebs what they actually do. Ah, oh, all right. Okay. And to have a little insight into this celebrity lifestyle that you lead, I, <laughs> I just, celebrity. I, I, I genuinely thought to myself, you know what, whoever's on that trip, you are a lucky bugger because it really is like to get those conditions. And the, the important thing is it's not, as you say, it's not so, it's not fixed in time. Like, oh, on Wednesday, we are doing a chopper flight regardless of the conditions. No. To have the insight and the foresight and also have actually hands on the ground back in Melbourne to actually pull that together because you can't do it whilst you're running a workshop. No, um, you know, that, I'm a driving a car. I can't be like pulling over for an hour trying to, you know, organise choppers, which is literally probably how long it took by the time that Mary was on and off. Yeah phone calls and everything else and putting putting credit cards down as deposits to secure yeah. the flights because otherwise they they wouldn't they wouldn't take our booking all sorts of things i think i think again a bit of a gratuitous plug this is probably one of the hardest workshops we run because there's so many moving parts like mary mm. said to me before i left she's like are you okay and i'm like i'm a little bit anxious about the workshop she said oh why is that you've done it heaps of times before what are you talking about and i'm like yeah i know but there's so many moving parts there's there's like 
we we stay in a different place each night so that we've got to make sure that all the rooms are booked and then confirm the bookings and then you've got to make sure breakfast lunch and dinner are accounted for as in you know we've booked restaurants we've we know where we're having breakfast we know where we're stopping for lunch um the timing of everything so you get to the right place at the right time all right where we're we going what time do we need to be there what time are we meeting so that we make sure we get to the sunrise or the sunset at the right time things like that and then there's other dramas like people losing their mobile phones out of helicopters or <laughs> no hold on stop pause pause the tape pause the tape um please tell me that was you whilst filming a tiktok <laughs> thankfully it wasn't me this time although i have i have uh, it would be it would make a good story absolutely um no, it was in the other chopper and um, I landed, we landed and then the other chopper came in and I said to Vicky, how good is that? And she goes, I've lost my phone. And I went, what do you mean? Just go back and look for it. And she's, I think I lost it out of the chopper. <laughs> it slid out it? of her pocket and oh, it slid no. out the door. And you know, the funny thing, no, not, not so funny. Vicky, sorry. <laughs> she's Probably, should probably listen to this oh, no, in the honestly, car Tom, tomorrow or something. Tom, if you can afford to go on your workshops, you can afford a new phone, all right? Oh, come on, come on. <laughs> no one wants to lose a phone. And and we we actually, she's been in touch with her niece back in um, Melbourne and we've actually been able to use find my location and pinpoint oh, no. the location, the last known location of that phone. And sure enough, yep, we lost it up there in the mountains. So oh, no. It has you know gone what? to God. But it, and And look, big plug to Apple, it actually had, she didn't even realize that it had been backing itself up. So like I said, look, you know, it's you've attached it to the cloud and it's backing up automatically, isn't it? And she's like, I don't even know. She was just in a state of shock. No. And we've established that it was backed up um, 24 hours before the flight. And, Brilliant. And so she's got all that. She's getting herself a new phone. When she gets back to Melbourne, she'll be able to do the backup and everything else. She's just lost, you know. 24 hours of epic footage from the workshop, that's all. Well, can I say one major benefit as well is that if anyone ever gets lost on a mountain in New Zealand, there is <laughs> a it. very capable phone there. You can just call the emergency there helicopter it is. services. Just, just make, make sure, sure you've got a, a power bank with you to charge it up because I'm not Absolutely. quite sure the battery will still well, be at 100% when you find I think it. it's also got to be a pay it forward where if you get picked up by an emergency chopper, as soon as you get in the air, you throw that phone back in the snow. <laughs> you say you know, just let the, the that's next for the person, next have person. It, you know? yeah. I like it. I like your theory. I like that. I hadn't thought of that. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. There's always uh, a positive spin on these things, you know? I, I like the way you're thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, Should, we had fun. We're having well, fun. speaking of this, that obviously sounds like a tragedy. Um, now, one of the, the topics tonight was really how do you recover from a tragedy? Oh, yeah, I like your segue there. Is this, very a, nicely is this done. a segue point? That's very good. Well, look, I, I got told by one participant tonight who shall remain lameness, Cliff, that he said that <laughs> not too much, not too much rambling Cliff, on the podcast, please. <laughs> he just said to me, he said to me, I said, oh, I'm going to record the podcast. He said, not too much of that rubbish at the start, all right? Oh. So... The worst part is we'll, that that's we'll mostly me with minutes. the rubbish and then you do the content. Like that's sorry, Cliff, this but I true. disagree. This yeah. is true. This is true. Hey, um, we are talking tonight about the five top tips you can use in order to rescue your photos using Lightroom. As in, you've got a bad photo, but you need to rescue it. So Oh, help yourself, Matt. You know, I will. do you want to pour? Can, do you want to fill my glass while you're there at the same time? Oh, mate, I'd like to think every time I talk to you, I fill your cup. <laughs> um <laughs> Oh my God, I can't keep up. I seriously, I can't keep up. So, you know, we've been doing a little bit of editing as we do on these workshops and I've been teaching lots and I've been making mental notes. And you know what? As you would no doubt concur, when you teach others, you realize how much that you are teaching yourself and learning. Oh my God, Tom, I learned something today. <laughs> oh God forbid, quick. Cue the, cue the soundbite, Matt. Just no, make honestly, a note at I'm the 23 minute joking. mark, you need to put in a soundbite right here. Can I just da, say <laughs> David Little from who, who you might know, he's down at the Frankston Camera Club. The name um, rings a bell. Yes, good day, yep. David. Lovely, lovely bloke. He knows mm. your work, obviously. I mean, as, a, as does everyone in Victoria. But um, <laughs> uh, he taught me something today. And as you say, you learn something all the time. Yes. Did you know in Lightroom, yeah. you know when you're using a paintbrush? Yes. If you click on one point, hold shift and click another point, it draws a perfectly straight line between straight those two lines. points. In Lightroom or Photoshop? Lightroom. Right. 
Okay. Never knew that. That is because I've always wondered how do you mask a square without just using like four random kind of grad filters. This right. is seriously perfect. It's just it's absolutely perfect. There you and go. he said it, and I'm like, kind of, <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh shit, he works. It <laughs> and it was works. so, David Little, you, my friend, um, you owe you you, you, you I, I owe you a lot of time he, now because he <laughs> saved me a lot of time. Yeah. Anyway, the price of the week. Do you know what? Sadly, we can't do one of us favorite segments in this podcast tonight. Why not? Because I, my phone doesn't work to ring anybody. Did you chuck it out of a helicopter or something? No, my sim does not transfer over here. I can. Well, only... you could tell me. I could, I could try. You could. But anyway, that's okay. Let's go on with our oh, tips and right. trips. We, we are we, we are jumping in. To the bits. To the bits. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Look, I, you know what? We. What do you mean this? by rescue? By the way, like how like how shit does the photo have to be to, well, to use the word rescue? And why would you rescue it at that point? Well, well, Matt. You're jumping the gun here because you, you okay. haven't heard my pearls of wisdom. Sorry. Let me let me let me work from the basic and then get to you know the best at the end, right? Okay. First and foremost, we look. Some of these are pretty damn obvious, but the other ones I think are quite clever. But the first and foremost is nothing beats just clicking that auto button. Okay. In order to get look, I used to laugh at people who do it at the start, and I'd go. Oh. That's for people. I don't know. I've just got to mute my microphone for a second. (laughs) (laughs) That's for people who don't know what the hell they're doing with their photos and don't know how to use, you know, Lightroom, Photoshop, et cetera. But you will be amazed at how often I use that and how much it just gives me that kickstart. It just helps me to look at a photograph. Like, so for example, like we, a lot of the aerial shots that we shot the other night, we're exposing for the highlights, for example, and the tops of the mountains Mm -hmm. have got all this bright white snow on it, right? But then you might have the the shadow side of it there at below it that's really quite dark. And as you're uploading them into Lightroom, you think to yourself, oh, these have not turned out well at all. This was a total waste of time. I had a great time in the helicopter, but Tom, look at these crap photos. And then you click the auto button, all of a sudden they come alive. So I actually have it set up now that every time I import into Lightroom, it actually does an auto adjustment to all my photos. So that when I come to choose my favorites to edit they've already had some adjustment done by lightroom and that way i can see that they actually look reasonably good or reasonably not so good and then i can then make an assessment as to whether or not it's worth proceeding and are we allowed to interrogate these points as we go or do you just want to like matt Matt, what makes us work so well and be number one in the visual podcast for apple podcast consistency here tom it's consistency it's not going on holidays and just refusing to answer the phone i mean what is <laughs> the fact it's the fact that we do challenge each other and and add such quality content especially during this part of the podcast from about the 27 minute mark onwards good news good news because i'm going to Go do on. just that so my question to you in that case right because i don't totally disagree with what you're saying yeah no that's a good thing isn't it right but the part that gets me here is that in the selection part, I understand that um, – are we talking about the way that you do it or the way you advise other people to do it? That's probably a better thing to clarify. I'm talking about both. I'm saying that from my own experience, this works for me and therefore it would be wise for the listenership to do the same. Okay. So my question is when I look at a photo – Often the first thing I think about, like, because most people I think would appreciate that, especially with a camera shooting raw, that you are, you should expect a level of my highlights are very bright, my shadows are very dark, and I'm going to have to do the balancing act, right? Right. So you, I think everyone appreciates, well, I'd like to think everyone appreciates that to a degree you're going to have to do re- what we'll call recovery. Yep. Yep, which I guess is another word for rescue. Um, if you do the auto button, though, Lightroom's um, going to naturally try and do that recovery process for you, mm-hmm. which means, as an example, you could see a photo in that where you look at it and you're like, oh, shit, the darks are still a bit dark, but that's okay. I can still recover it. But if Lightroom's already done everything to recover it and it's still not recoverable, you might be selecting a photo that's actually just too far gone. No, because uh, at the end of the day, remember Lightroom is just is, it's not as clever as us human beings. And therefore, you might need to adjust those sliders even more in order to help it along the way. 
So it's not done everything possible it can in order to make that photo look good. It's just given you a kickstart and you need to obviously then dive in and uh, make the do you get where I'm going more though? Adjustments. Do, do no, you get where I'm no, going with it? No, no, I don't. No? I disagree. You've got no idea what you're talking about. Oh, fair enough. No, that's, that's <laughs> probably probably a good call. I have been doing Lightroom all day, so I'm probably just brain dead. Uh, no, tell me, what what is? I noticed you did an advanced Lightroom workshop. We've, we used Photoshop to generate an aggressive crocodile into a ballerina's hands <laughs> while she wore gumboots today in Photoshop. It was amazing. And then we got a wedgetail eagle to swoop in and try and attack the alligator or the crocodile. And then, more importantly, we put a minor bird in there trying to attack the wedgetail eagle. If you zoom in on the photo like that I put on good, Facebook, you can actually see that like image. A yeah. Very good use of your time there today. No, I, we, I we were talking about, well, we, we, that's one of my points. They were today, highly used, but they learned absolutely nothing. <laughs> we all had a giggle. It was a great giggle. Um, no, that's actually one of the points that I'm going to bring to the table tonight for our little conversation. But in the meantime, I guess what my point is, is that I think if you, I, I totally agree with you. If you actually flip your mindset a little bit, well, I flip my mindset, I should say, I'll be open-minded. Um, and I looked, if I was to scroll through my photos after they've already been, I'm going to use the inverted commas pre-edited. Is that a fair, fair way to say it? Like they're not perfect, but they're pre-edited. It is in like, you know, they're kind of the base level stuff's done. If I got into the mindset of saying, oh, okay, cool. If I can appreciate that the base level of stuff's already done, now I can compare apples with apples. Whereas I think I'm used to looking at them so unedited that like I would see a photo that's got super dark shadows and I would probably immediately look at the histogram and go, can I recover them? Knowing that I haven't done any recovery. So yes, actually that's probably perfectly right. fine. Whereas if I look at it and it's dark and I'm like, oh, I could recover the shadows, but most of the shadows are already recovered. I'm like, well, that's actually cactus, you know? So I, I hear you. I don't right. dis I, I'm oh, say, sure. I don't disagree with that. Tick, yeah. tick. One good point. Look at you, Tom. Tick. One All right. One. Well, off you go. I've just hit the ball over the net. It's your time to return serve. Oh, anyway. Well, I will pick your ball right back up. Um, fondle it for a second. And <laughs> I love it when you do that. <laughs> and, and and um, I'm going to serve it straight back at you. Uh, or up to you. I don't know. Um, please don't go and put it, put it in your pocket or anything else like that. Just just hit it straight back, please. Don't go. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to say this is, a, this is a slippery one, so... <laughs> <laughs> the oh um, my god it's too much isn't it it's too much i should back it off it is i think i think we've just i think we've just uh yeah well, like beyonce blowing up the internet off. yeah yeah um <laughs> yeah that's it <laughs> so so the, the the point the first one that i've got because we we actually for the first time in a long time we collaborated on what our points were going to be before we talked about them because I don't want it's, it's it's sometimes it's good to just have like yes I agree here's five points but then it's also good to have something different. The one that it I'm going to say, it actually comes out of some conversations I've had this week um, about people upgrading their cameras. A lot of I've had three people um, have have sit down sessions with me to talk about what camera to upgrade to, and in two out of the three conversations, it's resulted in actually stick with what you've got. Yep. Because one of the major complaints has been low light photography. And I imagine if you're doing a lot of, you know, what you're doing, sunrises, sunsets, especially if you're not using tripods all the time, you might be in choppers and stuff like that. Um, mm. They will naturally result in higher ISO shots. And I think that's one thing that a lot of people will kind of consider to be a rescue job. High ISO, grainy ass shots, you know. It's when they get to a point of the grain is really just overtaking it, especially if you've done a lot of shadow recoveries. Um, so you've underexposed your photo or there was lots of darks or really high contrast and you had to pull them right up and you're at high ISO, those shadow areas are going to be crazily grainy. Like just, you know, mm. I'm not, I don't care about grain too much, but there are some shots I'm like, ugh. Um, I think that one of my first tips would be that if your photograph is not looking great from that perspective or you're having to do a lot of this recovery or the auto button's actually giving you a bunch of recovery, the first thing I'd be doing is hitting that denoise the new denoise AI button and letting Lightroom generate the version without mm. the noise because it is seriously ridiculous to the point where I've actually said to people, I wouldn't, if I'm buying a new camera now, I wouldn't actually even consider its low light performance anymore. I don't think it's going to be relevant. I think given this is the first generation, give, right. it, give it six months and we're not going to be talking about, oh, I don't like my camera because it's too grainy because Lightroom will just be naturally pulling all that grain out. You won't even ever see your grain. I don't think it'll be a thing. I, I used to say to people years ago that can you imagine the day 
when we don't have to worry about what ISO we're shooting on. I said, how cool would that be? So I'll be honest with you, and Tom, I think we're, you actually think broke up. There. As soon as you said, I've always told people, and then it went into robot land. <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure it recorded fine. So everyone, I'm sorry you have to hear this again, but I didn't hear yes. it. So Tom, for my benefit, right, please right, tell me right. this amazing so, quote that you are quoting yourself saying. No, I, I know, I know. It's amazing. Yeah, I actually said, can you imagine? I actually, I know there'll be a day when we don't have to worry about what ISO we're shooting at. That's going to be October 2023. Yep. What do you mean October? It's here already. No, but, well, it's sort Why of Why October? Well, Why are you saying it? October? Do you well, know what? Is there something? Oh, is there a big announcement? You're, oh, you're right I've, said too, I've said too much. You've said too much. You're in big trouble, mate. No, nah, it's not that. It's just I made it up. Um, October, I think October-ish usually marks the big Adobe update, isn't it? Last year there was a massive Adobe update in October. Right. They tend to be pretty annual. And so given they've just introduced this denoise thing, um, I reckon that the next generation will be out later this year. I'm going to say roughly October, probably to coincide with BFOP because they do care about us. <laughs> they and, absolutely. Um, we're, we're they always want market. to announce uh, it at BFOP. That's, that's it. it. And, uh, the money they must pay to be able to be able to get into BFOP and do it there. I tell you yeah, what, you, well, that's you know why what? you guys are rolling in it. That's it. That's it. A couple You're of squirrel helicopters. Um, <laughs> but here's the thing, you know, imagine with Lightroom as an example, right? At, at the moment, I appreciate for a lot of people, their computers are a bit too slow to keep up with it. But let's just take the computer, um, the power, computer power out of it. Don't you think it would be ridiculous for Lightroom to not introduce a tool that automatically did the denoising on import. Like think about the oh, way that we, we, we apply yeah. lens correction on import because why wouldn't you do that? And the chromatic aberration, why wouldn't you do that? So it won't be long, I don't think, before they just say this is a standard. You can disable it, yes, but yes, it's, a def right. it's a default is on, you can turn it off. Because yeah. I, I've never seen a version, I've never seen someone denoise a photo in Lightroom with this new tool where I've gone, Ooh, it was better before you did it. Right, right. So, so why don't, don't you just yeah. set it up as a preset now? It, it, well, you absolutely could, but I think that Lightroom will naturally start doing it. It'll be integrated into the workflow. And at that point, I don't think that low light will be an issue. So one way to, at the moment, recover, my point, one way to recover a, 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 or rescue a photo would be absolutely get familiar with using that. And don't be afraid to push it up to 100. There's very few sliders in Lightroom that I care, that I go all, you know, mm. push to 100. Mm. The denoise one, I don't know. I can't think of a reason. I've never seen a photo I've shot where I've tried to recover where a hundred's not been the perfect sweet spot. <laughs> mm. Yeah. You've been doing that. You've been pushing it all the way. Mate, I push it all the way. <laughs> all the way. Good. Good to hear. Hey, um, how are we going for time? All right. Pretty we good. better get a regal on. Yeah. We number three. Number three. Thomas number Putt. three f for me was to, I like this one. I like the fact that, um, when you've got, you know how big I am on the rule of thirds in use in photographing landscape. Can you say can you say big so, but with a downwards inflection? It's great. No, big guy. Can you say <laughs> am with a downwards inflection, as though you were finishing a sentence. Am. Thank you. Just need to edit that together later. That I am. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, but yeah, anyway, you're saying something about oh, Lightroom. And me. You yeah. set me up to be such a bad person. All right, so um, so I was. I think I got to. You know how big Dave's I am. Photos, was... aerial photos with him today. Yep. <laughs> and <laughs> I am just going to press. I'm going to press on. And we were photographing Mount Aspiring, which is a beautiful triangular peak, and it was. It was in his picture, it was a little too far off to the right. And mm -hmm. so he said, Tom, what do you recommend I do with this photo? And firstly, it was far too much sky. So we cropped that out and then it ended up being a bit more like a pano. But even then, this mountain was way off to the right. It wasn't really a feature of the photo. And really, I wanted it on the, on the third, you know, the vertical third to the right. And so a tip that I have for everybody listening is that if you've got something really important in your frame, but it's pushed off to the side, either on the left or the right, and you want it to be like further into the frame. You'd, in another in another time, you would have perhaps shot a little differently and you would have had it more towards the center. What you can do is go to the opposite side of where that object is and you can crop in 
on that side and take out part of that side, what that does is it naturally moves that part, that important mountain for in, in this case, more towards the middle, doesn't it? Because you're cropping on the left. Say the mountain's on the right, it's too far to the right. You crop in on the left and all of a sudden it becomes more on the third as it was before. And to me, that's a great way of recovering a photograph that perhaps you otherwise would have thrown out because you go, oh, this is great, but really that, that, that mountain, it's way too far to the right and it's almost out of the frame. And really, I wish I, if, I, if I'd done it again, I would have done it differently. Does that make sense? You know what? Considering how simple the idea was, I'll say just. I took a lot of time to explain it, didn't yeah. I? I, think, I just I think wanted to make I sure think, everybody was clear. I think the way we could reword that is say, I, you can recompose your shot by cropping it to make your things on the thirds lines. To some extent, yes. Yeah. Thank you for explaining that very simply, Matt. Can I, can I, can I add to this one? Go, of course you can. Do you know how I ask people to do it? Because you know when you give people feedback on this when they're actually shooting, so not in the edit, which yes, definitely appreciate you cropping is a huge thing. Also, can we just be really clear? You can do a pretty good amount of cropping on most cameras and not lose a resolution that's going to be noticeable. Yes. Um, yeah. but, but what you're trying to say is that I should have been tutoring him Whilst we were, whilst he was taking that photograph, but the problem was that I happened to be in a separate helicopter to him filming TikTok the doors videos. Yes, open. it was um. probably about <laughs> minus. 10, <laughs> it was minus ten degrees, and he might have had a bit of trouble hearing me because we had headphones on and the breeze was slinging through our ears. Yeah. But, but the question anyway, was, did, the question was, did you try? I'm sorry, you I've, know? I've let um, everybody down. Yeah. I've no, let no, everybody down. I think more you let so David I down. I shall be anyway. refunding as soon as we finish this podcast. I shall be refunding everybody their workshop fee. Perfect, perfect. Just, uh, yeah, well, probably not a bad idea. Um, no, but you, what I do think it's, okay, so yes, we're talking about re recovering photos, but, you know, at the same time, we are all about the education stuff, right? So Oh, totally, 100%. That's why ability, we do this podcast. Right, because if you were thinking about this and you were taking something away from this podcast, yes, we're talking about when you cock it up, this is how to fix it. But here's a tip that would help with this particular aspect of your photography without needing to do the fix part later this is the self-correcting part. It's something that you could notice yourself to try and fix the problem before it's a problem. I always ask mm. people, what's your photo of? And they would say it's Mount, is it aspiring? Aspiring. Not inspiring. You know, like, no. It's aspiring a, to be aspiring. a bigger mountain or like aspiring. <laughs> it's, I don't know, is that, a, no, that's, anyway. Um, if your photos of Mount aspiring, right? And people go, is, this, is, is, my, what's, is my composition good? And I always, the first question I ask is I say, if I asked you to draw me a picture of Mount Aspiring, would you put it that close to the edge of your frame? Right. And they go, no. Well, why would you photograph it that way then? Like yeah. if, you, if you were drawing it, you're in control of it, so you wouldn't put it there. Well, when you've got a camera, right. you can point your camera. So why would you put it there? It's yeah. no different. But when we're drawing it, we have to consciously think about it. Whereas when we're pointing a camera, you don't really have to consciously think about it because you've got so many other things going on. Anyway, yeah. just a quick tip. If you're looking at your pictures, ask yourself the question, if I was drawing this picture, is that how mm. I would draw it? Or mm -hmm. maybe I'd maybe put it slightly closer in. Because a lot yeah. of people do get caught up on the rule of thirds. They go, should it be on the outside of the rule of thirds, the inside or centered on the rule of thirds? I'm like, I don't really care. How would you draw it? And they go, right. this is how I draw it. Yeah, cool. Take the picture that way. This is why you're such a good teacher. Jackie said you're a great teacher. Maybe I need to come on a few of your workshops, steal a few oh, of Oh, Tom, I would love you to come on my workshop. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. We should run a workshop. I think we should run a little joint workshop for our oh, podcasters. No, we, we should do something like that. <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's, that's for other podcasts. Oi. <laughs> Boop, <bow, bow. laughs> um, so Your yeah. tip, tip number four. Tip number four. Mm. Well, actually, mine's actually really similar to yours, but it's actually the stealing opposite approach. Ideas. Go on. No, it's not stealing. It's just you building on. Um, so I was trying to think about tips that weren't overlapping with yours too much, but that would help with what you're doing. And this tip that I'm about to give wouldn't apply to David. So sorry, David. It doesn't fix that photo where Tom says you really cocked up the training <laughs> of Mount Aspiring. Um, but... For those who haven't played in this before, and I'm going to guess that pretty much 0% of our listeners will have played with this, you can actually download Photoshop Beta or Beta or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. 
um, which is basically the in-development version of Photoshop. It's not entirely stable. There's some weird things that happen in it. Sometimes it's not always completely crash-proof, but it gives you access to the, the like the latest set of tools they're working on. Um, and one of the tools in there, which is all this new AI generation stuff, it gives you the ability to extend your photos. So if you go to the crop tool, yep. and rather than cropping in, you crop out. Yes. And it gives you just black nothingness around it because right. there's obviously nothing there. Yep. You then can use the lasso tool or like the the, the, the marquee, lasso tool. Lasso, whatever. You marquee, lasso. lasso. You've been watching too much TV. No, the Ted, like a, the like Ted lasso cow- tool. No, I'm thinking like the way a cowboy would lasso that, you know. That's lasso. Whatever. Um, oh depends God, what accent dude. you're using. Anyway. Oh, my God. You're going to get roasted for this. I tomatoes, tomatoes. Um, <laughs> anyway, you use the selection tool yes. to choose all the stuff that no longer has anything in it, and you can hit just generate, and Light and Photoshop will literally fill in that content right. with so artificial intelligence this. content. I've been doing this for years. I, in fact, showed my participants how to do this today. Well, it hasn't existed until like six you months ago. You extend the canvas, and then you fill select that canvas you fill it with content aware and it automatically fills that with uh, okay so space and all right the but these the days these days the or the artificial the ai version of what they've just released is far better than what it was like to the point where yeah, i I, I actually got it to today we used it to extend melbourne town hall and right. it accurately extended melbourne town hall wow so I've actually used this with clients recently where I've taken shots and I actually did, I'm going to say, I think I cocked them up because what I, what happened was, <laughs> yeah, I know I always talk about cocking up client projects, you right? You do, you um, do. But what happened was I, I, when I was going to this project, there was a particular layout they use for this poster. And we do these shoot days where it's like at the end of the year, we just use days that they've got spare to just do stock shots of all these different things that they can use for posters next year. Um, and so we go around to like 50 locations over the course of three or four days and we just shoot like crazy. So they've got all these stock images, basically their own stock image library. Yep. But I lose sight of because you just so it's such an intense few days of just moving around doing this again and again and again. I'm I sometimes lose fact lose sight of the fact that actually they've got this particular template they use where text goes. And I realized there was a series of images that were actually really great. And I took some photos that would work with their template, but the first ones were better. Right. But they weren't tall enough. There was no way it was going to fit the template without cutting someone's head. Right. So I used the Photoshop extend tool to extend out what was going on in the background. It was just like blurry tree and sky. It was nothing interesting. But without extending it out, I, they wouldn't have been able to apply it to their templates. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was a really good way of actually rescuing something that not just because I cocked something up, it was actually going, you know what, I thought about how you could apply this. And it's like, um, I don't know, for instance, if you were Brendan Waits and couldn't get your horizon line straight. <gasps> and You heard me, buddy. just caned, you've caned everybody today. Fabulous. <laughs> get into it. So you, you'd straighten that horizon, of course, it then crops your images in again. Yeah. And, and, and that can be so frustrating because that yeah. might then lose another feature. Well, yeah. using that AI... Um, photo, ex- I don't know what the tool's called, but the extending your photo out in, in that Photoshop um, way, that is a pretty remarkable way to record yeah, a photo. Yeah, I love they've brought that in. That's yeah. great. They've yeah. finally listened to what I've suggested all, all yeah. along. Lucky we mentioned it at BFOP last year because otherwise it probably wouldn't have <laughs> they wouldn't have. They wouldn't have put it in. No way. They wouldn't have heard it up until then. Hey, point last but not least, love that one. Can't wait. You're actually up to, to point four, aren't you? No, no we're up to five. Four. There you go. That's it. Aren't yeah, you see, Perfect. you yeah. see, Maddie, you see, I started at one. You did two. That means I'm doing the odd numbers. Hey, do you want to play a game? <laughs> I love playing games with you, Matt. Yes, Tom Putt. I won a horse. Now you say I two a horse. I two a horse. I three a horse. I four. Four a horse. I five a horse. <laughs> I'm not going any further. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do I it. Six do it. a horse. I seven a horse. I eight a horse. <laughs> he ate a horse. <laughs> Fatty. Anyway. At least it was clean. <laughs> number number five. I really thought we were gonna have to bleep some stuff out there. No. Um, number five, again, a very simple one, but one that I do use occasionally is the fact that if there's not a lot of color in your photo and you are a color photographer, the way of perhaps not 
abandoning a photograph but trying to rescue it is by converting it from color to black and white i'm sure we've mentioned this already uh, but for example we were down um towards the um lake there at glenorchy and we're standing there photographing this derelict jetty and i said to the guys hey i've never done this before but you might want to sort of take yourselves around to the corner there and perhaps get a shot looking up the lake and then as i said that they were saying oh yeah it'd be great if this dirty big tree hadn't fallen over mm, and dirty big shot trees. And yeah. so <laughs> I wandered over to this tree thinking, yep, I agree. If we could lift this out of the way, it'd be great. But then it was really gnarly in the, um, in the bark, et cetera, and had these really interesting twists and turns. Anyway, we ended up creating what I thought was a really good composition out of it. I showed it to Mary and she gave it the thumbs down. I showed it to a couple of the other participants and I said, look, either I either think this is really interesting to photograph can you send it to me now can you please send your yes live whilst we're recording yes i I absolutely will send it to you i said either this is really artistic or i'm on drugs and a couple of them (laughs) help help yourself a couple of them said yes i was definitely on drugs so here you go matt i'm sending it to you whatsapp hello yeah, I'm listening. I'll listen to him. He's sculling. No, I'm just. Are you <laughs> well, sending it through WhatsApp? Just remove it's... that wine glass from your mouth for five seconds. Are you sending it by yes, WhatsApp? Yes, I'm sending it to you now. Because it's anyway. encrypted and then no one can see it in case it's really I'm sending bad. it to you via WhatsApp. I can't see it. Uh, I want you to have a look at both of these and tell me whether or not these are genius or not. I will put them up on the Facebook group page, everybody. Can I just ask, so Tom, before I see these photos? I have been barking up the wrong tree. And for the benefit of everyone on our Facebook group, Tom, are you, in a, are you in a good mood or a bad mood right now? I'm in just, a great mood. Why? Just, well, just because I know that sometimes providing you feedback when you're not in the best of moods. Ah, oh, here we go. I'm not that precious. I've got very thick skin. So tell me, there they are. You've seen all three. Yeah. You don't like them. Do we leave the feedback in the Facebook group or? You do like them. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, okay. You can do that. You can do that. You can do that. Sometimes, let me finish my sentence because you're not adding any value, is that sometimes turning the black and white, rather than trying to push the color that isn't there already, sometimes There's you can tons recover of color in there. the black and white. There's so I much know there is, but that. I think it looks pretty good in, I know, I think it looks good in color, but I also think it looks equally as good in black and white. I don't think you should put that in the gallery. I'm <laughs> come October. That's, that's a nice way of letting me down. That's the nice way of letting me down gently, isn't it? No, I'm just trying to save you money. Um... <laughs> you mean I'll get it printed, put it in the exhibition, and then I'll end up hanging my house forever and a day because nobody will want to purchase it. I was thinking more that you it's going to cost you so much money in fire lighters to eventually discard it <laughs> that... Um... <laughs> What do you mean? I just, I just take it to the tip. I don't have to burn it. Uh, where's the closure um, in that? Anyway, look, um, clearly, clearly I wasn't thinking straight. You know what? I've probably been a little bit skewed by the fact that I've now, I'm now using my Fuji GFX camera a little more. And what? I like the fact that I'm shooting, I'm shooting at 100 megapixels. And perhaps you're, I'm just You're thinking, on the GFX, are you? Yeah, I've had that for almost 12 months. Tom, what's the you point of that? a GFX and a Z9 and a Z whatever else you got? Like, what's the point in that? That's complicated. Because anyway. you've got to have lots of cameras. Makes Maybe you feel don't. important. <laughs> just like, a, anyway, just like an Audi. Anyway, let's have this conversation offline. Um, good point. Um, we, have, we have gone way over time. Oh. Go on. No, that's all right. I disagree with you on the black and white thing. I reckon the colour one looks way better. The black and white, you've got so many... Okay, can I, 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 I... Because I know no one else can see these photos whilst you're listening, unless you're looking at the photos whilst you're driving. You should Yeah, this is that. really interesting Don't for people that. listening. Yeah. yeah so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. give you the rundown of what... So this no. happened today in our Lightroom workshop. Rude. Someone... We were doing an edit together. So I've distributed some photos that we all edit side by side so we can all do the same steps together rather than just trying to like randomly take pot shots at photos. And... In this, yep. we someone turned around and said, why don't we do, and I know they listen to this podcast, so hi, you know who you are. Um, they said, what about making it black and white? And they made it black and white and they showed everyone and everyone turned around and unanimously said, mm, probably doesn't work in black and white in a very nice way, of course. 
And the reason was is that there's so it was a photo of, right. that I took of Devil's Marbles, and it was the sky was an amazing sunset or sunrise. I can't remember. And the rocks, yep. Devil's Marbles, yep. are yep. also wildly complicated, and there's spinifex grass, and there's all these things. So there's so many textures. And when you get black and white textures of yep. complicated skies versus textured objects versus textured foregrounds, midgrounds, backgrounds, it becomes very like like whoa, what layer is what layer because the, the, they're not separated out by depth of field or by color. And I personally reckon that yep. the, the colored version of this, because it's got those orange pops, when you see it on the Facebook group, because of course you would join that after seeing or hearing this, um, the pops oh, of orange kind of separate already, the foreground and background, whereas the black and white, I'm just kind of like, shit, where does it all start and stop? It looks like a, a scary blends. anaconda. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I do My agree that some anaconda. photos Don't can be like... fixed with black and white. I won't disagree with that. Yeah. Yeah, look, that wasn't the best version in terms of like, no. do I think that that photo is 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 not good in color? I no. think it works in color, but yeah. I thought but um, it worked equally more, well as in black and white. So. Maybe maybe a few more hours sleep before making that judgment call. <laughs> the color perhaps, ones, perhaps. the color ones, are all right. I like the color one, although right, the, I don't right, like. The but I'm not printing that. I'm, I'm not don't, printing don't, that for the gallery. Don't print it for the gallery because oh, okay. the, the twigs oh, okay. intersect okay. across. If the twigs didn't go across, it's very the mountain, busy, isn't it? Happier, yeah. But the it's twigs very kind busy. Of... I needed to do a bit of pruning beforehand. All right, yeah, all right. Hey, Maddie. Yeah. We are going to wrap that up. Look, Fine. look in the show notes, everybody, for those photos that we've been talking about, and join our Oxfam walk that we're doing next year. Apparently, March next year. Here. Why don't, we put, why don't we put a thing out and say who would be genuinely not just like oh that sounds fun. Who would but genuinely I think sign up with a us team as a team? Of four and we'd like have like forty, surely. Is it a team of four? I think it was a minimum four to be a team. Right. Maybe not. I don't know. Let's work it you out. You have but... to have run. You have to have run a, a marathon in world record time in order to join our team because we're such elite athletes. Well, we will be after our walk anyway. Yeah, we should probably publish this podcast after so our walk. There will, be, <laughs> there will be qualification criteria. There will be there will be you know in depth interviews. But people could also we could have prior, Matt and Tom's podcast team one, team two, team three, team four. You could have ten teams. Oh, that's it. And we're we're raising money for a very important cause, I'm sure. So that's we could it. absolutely do that. So if you were genuinely hey, interested um, in joining. Sign, do the not genuine. sign up, but do do the pod, do the poll that Tom will make, and and genuinely, because like we don't want flakers. We don't want we don't want frauds. Come on, come on. No. We're very serious. We're very serious people. Very sure. We want to make sure we very, we want to make sure that this is going to go off without a hitch. Yeah, I don't want hey, the kids to we starve to, anymore. Yeah. We have well, to draw a prize. Did you speak to? <laughs> did you draw? Did you speak to Nigel at Croydon Camera House before we give away this gift voucher? No, this is a bit of a last-minute podcast, but I guarantee you will give it away. So um, okay. we'll say there's a hundred dollar gift voucher from Croydon Camera House, and if he yes. doesn't honour it, I will. And you're going to phone this person and call them live on air, oh, uh, and tell me what number in the list am I picking tonight? Um, I think we did six last week, didn't we? We did. We Let's did. Let's do six again. Six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Excellent. Now I have to just go in and see that she got the code word right, which was clampons. Which I turns out, I'm so sorry. I thought it was clampons. They're crampons? They are crampons. What do you mean? That's what they are. Yeah, but you, I think the word we used was clampons with an L. You like, did like, say like clampons. A, like like and, the and seafood. Like she's clampons. actually spelt it. This is, this is Jenny <laughs> who you're calling. And if you look for the uh, number there in your WhatsApp, Matt, you should be dialing her around about now. Yeah, I'll she be doing ha- that. Um, she has got it right. She spelled <laughs> clamp with a separate word ons, so two words, clamp ons. Right. And um, so she's got the she's got the Can uh, you can you tell me, Tom? Um to I'm gonna have to right plug there. unplug my headphones yeah. and put the mic next to her. Is that right? You you put we're your very, we're not very technologically correct. savvy. Yeah, you put your well, you put your phone on loudspeaker and put it right up next to your microphone. That way everyone But then can hear how it. are you gonna hear? Because Oh, you can hear my mic. I can hear your mic like I am now. Oh, but I can't hear her. Hold on. Yes, I can. Yes, you can, because it's on loudspeaker. Oh my hear. god. That is loud. That's great. Hello. G'day, is that Jenny? It is certainly is. Oh my gosh, guess who this is? It's Matthew Cummins, uh, I know, because your face came up on my phone. Oh my God, that is terrible, um, Jenny. Oh, this is on. Tom here. How are you? Hold Can on, you hear on. me, Jenny? I better hear you, Tom. Shut up. Hold on. Oh, take it. Take your take your headphones out. 
There we go. Yeah, we can hear you now. Can you hear Jenny? Jenny, Jenny, can you hear me? This is Tom. Yes, I can hear both of you. Oh, yes. fabulous. Jenny, I'm. why in the hell have you got Matt's face coming up on your phone? That is terrible. Not even I, I have that in my why phone. Why did you answer the call on a Saturday night? Oh. <laughs> That's how exciting my life is. <laughs> oh, brilliant, brilliant. Can we make well, it literally 100 times more exciting? Oh, you certainly can. Guess who just won a hundred dollar Croydon Camera House gift voucher? Oh, not me. Yeah, true. We're gonna call the next. Oh, she doesn't want it. She doesn't want to get. Hang up. Give it to somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, congratulations, Jenny. That's exciting. That's very exciting. We thank you for listening to the podcast. That's fine. It's my second favorite podcast. But that's okay. Hey, 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 hey. Hold on a second. Right, we might have we might need to revoke this prize, Maddie. Yeah, we can delete it though, yeah. What is what is your favorite podcast, Jenny? Tell us. I couldn't tell you that. Tell tell please tell me if TED talks or something we obviously can't compete with. Well, that's right. Let's hope that it is. Let's hope it's not that other podcast that we don't don't dare name. Well, that's the one. Yeah, that's right. We couldn't name it, but I'm very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but I could be nervous for you too. I can be bored. Oh, my well, God. Sounds, my sounds, heart sounds, is just broken in two. That sounds, that sounds very nice. I reckon you've got a new favourite podcast, Jenny, just saying. Um, just saying. <laughs> I could have. <laughs> and, and I'm pretty sure you've got a new favourite camera shop this as well. This is it. They don't give away. They don't give away prizes. No, <laughs> this is true. This is true. We'll win her over. We'll bribe her, Matt. Don't worry. She'll come across very quickly. Don't, but I don't worry. worry. Normally, Tom, Tom would... when oh, I Jenny. saw your African workshops, I would love to do one of them. They... That floated my boat very much. Oh, you're more than welcome. Well, now look, oh, we had a fantastic time. We'd love, you. We'd love for you to come along. Stop sucking up, Tom. I think you were going to give away a book as well, Tom, but given that we're not the favourite, that's probably not going to happen. So, no, 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 sorry, we can't do that. No, of course we will. Of course we will. Oh, course look course at you. Always going above and beyond. And just to top it off, so Tom soft. also so organised a helicopter flight over the Yarra Valley <laughs> to look at my gallery from a distance. Stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I haven't spent enough on helicopters this week. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's not happening. Matt's making that up. But um, we'd, we'd love to have you along on a workshop and I'll, I, I, hopefully we can get up and fly together in helicopters as well. That would be exciting. But um, That would be yeah. exciting. Yeah. Thanks for answering the call. That's very exciting. And thanks for listening to the podcast and entering the competition. Congratulations. Thank you. And no problems at all. We'll also throw a massive thank you out to Nigel for pre-agreeing to this. Um, <laughs> oh, he doesn't know yet, does he? No. no. But if, um, but we'll, we'll sort it out one way or another. But anyway, what you're going to do is, you, you, uh, look, I did speak to Nigel. He was very keen to be part of this prize package. But, of course, being a weekend and us trying to take every opportunity to organise this at last minute, we're doing the podcast before I've got the final tick of approval. So thank you very much, <laughs> Nigel. Um, I will say, can I, we, we should actually plug our sponsors as well because they actually do an amazing job for anyone looking for equipment whether it's um you know like a camera you know lenses whatever it might be it's not always the case that they can beat the best price they give great service but you want if you email the Croydon Camera House team and tell them that you heard about us uh, heard about them sorry from the podcast or workshops they actually give out some wicked pricing I can tell you now that there is an amazing price that went today for one of my workshop participants through Nigel for an Olympus OM-1, and it was 10% oh. better than the best price I found on the internet. Oh, that's so, great. And always. I have bought all my gear through Coyden Camera House. Oh, so. look at you. Oh, wow. Awesome. You don't even need the good on you. Yeah. See? yeah, I do, because I do have my eye on a new lens. Oh, which one? Ah, oh, very good. I need a landscape lens. Oh, well, Tom would probably say that would be what, – what, Tom, what would a landscape lens look like? I would say that you're going for a what, nice, sexy, wide-angle lens then, Jenny. That's it. That's what I want. Yeah, you see. The 17 to 14 one, the 7 to 14. 7 to 14, yeah. Yeah. That's very hard to put filters on. No, you don't need filters when you come on my workshops. I teach you how to do it properly in the first place. You don't need to be trying to fix them up with filters and all that rubbish. He made me buy filters. What? I've never made anyone buy filters. Okay, Jenny, you're going. Bye. He does. He absolutely. I tell you what.
I got just gets everybody to right, buy stuff get, from him. Let's get crazy, Jenny. They think they're coming on a $100 workshop and instead they end up being $500 worth of product as they walk out the as door. As opposed to Tom Putt, who just charges $50,000. <laughs> That's it. Um, I'll tell you what, Jenny, do you want to flick us an email? Tom at, what is it? What's your email? Tom at TomPutt.com. Oh, yep. That doesn't sound narcissistic at all. Oh, stop um, it. At least Tom it's easy to remember. Tom, um, not yeah. even photography. This is just his personal account. Um, it's and, my uh, OnlyFans account. Yep, yep, yep. Will, uh, well, in fact, actually, Tom's got your details there. So no, we'll- I've got it. I'm, I'm literally going to send Jenny an email as soon as we jump off the call. Lovely. Why don't you copy me in, Tom, so I can sort this voucher out? Because I um, will do very that. Very nice, but um, I would have organised it earlier, hadn't I? But no, we were doing this anyway. Um, we'll get it sorted. Thanks, Jenny. Thanks for answering the phone, and um, hope that brightened your Saturday night. It certainly did, and thank you very much. I enjoy your podcast a lot. Good, it's, it's, even if it's second best. Even if it is the second best. <laughs> well, wow, this. Wow, I tell you what. Jeez. I did not. All right. Thanks, Jenny. Thanks, Jenny. See you later. Have a good night. Bye. See ya. Second best. I didn't know that Nick Fletcher had a podcast. <laughs> this is true. This is maybe true. That's, maybe that's the problem, isn't it? When you don't know who your competition is, you just don't know. Well, we don't need to know who our competition is, do we, Maddie? We know we're the best. Something At least like we that. keep telling ourselves that. That's actually but, ruined my night entirely. I'm actually probably just going to finish this bottle of wine and maybe sleep in a wheelbarrow. It, in sound, it sounds like it had been finished already and you're already on the second. Mm. And you see the worst thing is it's 10 o'clock here and the bar shut at nine so that I can't even go down to the uh, bar and drown my sorrows with that phone call. There's oh. not a, and there's no mini bar in the room. So well, let's, well, let's wrap it up. But tell me tomorrow morning, what are you doing? First thing tomorrow morning, where are you guys at? What are you shooting? Well, it's... Funny you mentioned that because um, we went out and had a fabulous morning this morning and to be honest, I was just thinking that they might need a bit of a sleep in tomorrow morning because we've got a big day on the road oh tomorrow. What is it, like a 15-day workshop or something? <laughs> and, uh, and instead we are getting up to to go for a, a lovely walk uh, up the Hooker Valley tomorrow morning. I'm sure it'll be The Hooker Valley, jeez. The Hooker Valley. Yep. That one doesn't come out after nine, does it? <laughs> Let's move on. (laughs) All righty. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, we'll catch you next time on the Matt and Tom's Excellent Photography Podcast. Catch you later, guys. You can enter into the competition Ah. by... I just did a massive wrap there to tie things up. Yeah, and and obviously preemptively. Yeah, no, I'm not going to... You can enter this week's competition by going onto our Facebook page and looking for the link there and just filling out your details so that we can call you just like we did with Jenny tonight. Oh my God, I got the best secret word ever. And the secret word for this week is? What sort of helicopter did you get this week? (laughs) Squirrel. Lovely. So it's going to be squirrel nuts. Squirrel. Squirrel nuts. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right, people, you heard it first. I'm not going to repeat it. Matt said the secret. Two words now tonight. Um, enter those into the competition there and we'll look forward to hopefully calling you on the next podcast. Catch you then. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for yet another episode of Matt and Tom's Excellent Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Matt Crummins and Tom Fancy Pants Putt, both of whom are working photographers running workshops all over Australia and, of course, the world. Join us on one of our workshops, and in the meantime, be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast to make sure you stay up to date.